All right, got it. Well, I got to tell you that I feel, I feel excited today because uh, I had the opportunity to come and share with you some of the thoughts that I have in my heart for, for my church, for this, this church family where my family and I were been for, for several years uh, serving to the Hispanic community in this area. And today is a special day because uh, today is my first time sharing something uh, in English only. Uh, a while ago, in the past, when I had this opportunity, I have done it with a, uh, with a translator, uh, interpreter. Robert Acosta has done uh, some of those sermons, and so today is my first time doing it uh, uh, in English, doing it by myself. So, as probably uh, many of you know, uh, know me for several years, how hard is that to me. I love English. It's, uh, um, it's, it's, it's my, my best language. I remember when, when I listened the first time the English, I, it sounds like, a, you know, like a blah, 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 stuff like that. <laughs> but, but I love it. And every time when I hear somebody talking in English, I just, I just like it. Uh, I love it. Um, So if you see, if you see me a little bit of nervous, it's, uh, it's just, that is just my first time, okay? Uh, so I remember also my friends and mentors in the past, they always told me, if you feel afraid, just don't say it. So I'm not going to say it. But <laughs> let me ask you, how you feel afraid sometimes? In the past, have you ever let fear to keep you where, wherever you want to go? Have you ever let fear to stop you doing from something that you really wanted to do? That's a question. That's a, a very important question. Because I faced that question a while ago, a couple of months ago, when I was, you know, uh, not asked, but invited to come and, and share with you. And I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it was not going to be easy. But I didn't let fear to stop me doing what I really wanted to do. And that it was to come and share and be in front of you. Because you are my family. I heard a story about the greatest uh, uh, jazz trumpet player. Uh, Louis Armstrong, who grew up in the swamp in Louisiana in a shop with his aunt, uh, Jerry uh, Miriam. And every morning, his job was to go to the swamp with his wooden bucket and grab some water. And as, as he goes and put a bucket on, uh, on the water, he sees a, the head of a big alligator surface. So he got scared to death, dropped off the, the bucket, and runs back to the shop. His aunt sees him and reprimands him. And she asks, where's my water boy? And he explained. And she said, you go back and get me some water. That gator is just as scared of you as you are of him. And he says, Aunt Jeremiah, if that gator is just as scared of me as I'm of him, 
that water is not good to drink anymore. <laughs> so, so I want to ask you, have you ever let fear to control your life, to keep you from going where you really wanted to go? There are a couple of socio-psychologists, uh, um, Tom Kilovic and Vicky Medved, that they studied the regret. And they found in their research, when they asked people, what do they regret the most? Right on the moment, uh, they said, we regret the most what we just did. But when they asked, that was 54 percent over 47 percent. They regret the most the mistake that they just did. But when they asked the same group of people to look over their life back in the, in the past, what do they regret the most? They said that they regret the most, not the mistake of what they made, but the things that they really wanted to do but they let fear stop them from doing it. And I was wondering if maybe that's the case of a lot of Christians, a lot of Christians in their lives. They allow fear to stay right there where they are instead where they ought to be. I got to tell you that uh, I feel so glad that we, uh, we got back our, some of our income that we, uh, that we lost uh, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, when things were not going so well in church. So we as the Spanish ministry suffer a lot. And just this month was restored, some of that income. But at the same time, as we serve in this church as uh, Spanish ministers, ministers, we also love as our church family, this church. And I knew for sure that, a, that a, for, for sure that a church, when they cut the help or the financial support to the missionary, who are doing the preaching to the community, to those who know just a little bit about him, that really doesn't sound very courageous. That sounds more like being cautious and being driven by, by probably even scared or fear. And I really want to tell you that there are a lot that we can gain. Just look at the parking lot, how much space we have that we can bring cars into this place. Families driving their cars. How much space we have in, that, in the upper level. How much space we still have. Just think about it. How many ministries we can also have. But if we want all that, 
Guess what we need to be? Courageous. Courageous. So I am thankful. Not just because he's supporting our family, but because I see that the work of the church, the job of the church is to preach the gospel, is to go and reach out to the community, not just to maintain this beautiful building, right? Is to go out and reach out to those that are lost, to those that need hope. That's what it's all about. And the question is, are we going to be courageous or are we going to be cautious? See, fear put us in a position where we need to choose what we want to be. Fear put us in a situation where we need to choose because we are free to choose. We're free to choose whether you like it or not. You want to be careful or you want to be courageous? The scripture that I want to read is in Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. See, I think the book of Joshua is a good, is a good template for us. Because we are just about to finish this year. We're just a couple of steps away, a few days away, right? To finish this year. And what I really want to encourage you, every single people in this building, and also the ones that are not here, to be courageous, to be strong, just like, just like God asked Joshua to be. Because they, they were just about to do what 40 years earlier, this, the same, not the same people, but the, the, the people of Israel were stepping just in the bank of the river, trying to walk across and take the land that was promised by God. So, this place that God wanted to give to the people of God was, an, was his inheritance for them. It was basically them. It was their land. But if they wanted to have it, guess what they wanted to do? They, wanted, they had to go and get it. 
Just imagine, think about all the things that you have in your house, in your garage. Many of us, we have a lot of stuff in our garage that we never use, but we own it, right? Some people have um, memberships for the gym, but they, they never use it. We got a lot of stuff in our garage that we, we never touch it. We don't follow the rule of one year. If you don't use it in a year, just take it out. So 40 years, years earlier, they were in the same bank, the same river, and they sent 12 spies to spy the land. And 10 of them came with a report. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. The walls are tall. The peoples are giant. And we're scared. And God said, okay, you're scared. Stay right there where you are. And Joshua and the people spent the next 40 years walking in circles in the desert. Just doing two things. Walking in circles and going to funerals for all these 40 years. Now they are in the same place, waiting for the order. Joshua has been waiting 40 years of his life, waiting for this order. Now the situation this time was not easy, not at all. Moses was not there, and the people that was right in that moment, they didn't have any experience in warfare. They didn't have any experience in battlefield. And the judges, they're not getting any smaller. Still the same. And they're not, they were not willing to move out of the land. If you want the land, you had to go and conquer the Canaanites. Right? But first, they need to conquer their own fear. So that's why God Tell them three times in the first chapter, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. And that's what it took Joshua and all the people to the victory. Note, God told them, every place where you set your foot is going to be yours. Every place where you put your foot is your place, is your land. So, basically what, what, what they needed to do is just to go. Go for. And I am 100% convinced that is the same thing for this church. I am 100% that God is Telling us the same thing. Do you want it? Do you? Do you really want it? You need to go get it. You need to stop being cautious. And being courageous. A couple of, a couple of months ago, 
uh, Vicky and I, we were moving boxes in our, in our house. And I found a Bible that I didn't use anymore. And I found an envelope, and I opened the envelope, and I found a, a gift card that was given to me by one of our dear brothers, uh, Joe Arisa, like probably four or five years ago. And when I saw it, I said, okay, I found you, because I remembered that business card. It was not a business card, it was a gift card. And when I found it, I was like, wow. And I told Vicky, look, this is the gift card that I lost. And it was always here. I knew that it was here. But I, I look around, and I couldn't find it. And I told Vicky, okay, well, here it is, but uh, it's expired now. I don't think it's good anymore. And she said, no, it's still good. And I said, are you sure? She said, I said look, it's, it's five years old. And I knew because that receipt was there. So it was several years that it was pushed hard set. And so I said, okay, you want to try it? Go. I don't want to go. I don't want to hear from the people in the, in the register. This thing is not good anymore. And so Vicky went to Rob's and get some groceries. <laughs> and she said, yeah, it was good. They never expire. And it's the, the same thing with the promise of God. They don't expire. He's faithful. And I, I'm sure, 100%, that we are just right on the bank of that river. We need to go, church. We need to go for, we need to go for everything what God has for us. I don't know when I'm going to have, again, the opportunity to come and share with you. But I said, okay, I probably won't have it again, so I better say it now. So, dear friends, you're free to choose. You want to be courageous or you want to be cautious? Just imagine all the things that God has for us. I can't accept the fact that other people are crossing that river. I can't. You see where I'm going? I want to cross the river. I want to take my family across the river. And I'm sure you too. There are generations coming, gathering at the edge of that river, waiting for the call. And we need to make a decision. Who's going to make the call? The river or God? Who's making the call? Joshua 1.6 says, Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their fathers to give them. Church, let's go. Let's go for all what God has for us. Like I said, we are at, we are at the end of this year, almost. So I think it's a good time to think because I am sure that our elders are going to bring a challenge pretty soon to us as a church. And I want you to think about that. 
Because we need to bring aboard our senior minister, right? Do we want it? Do we want a man like a, like a Joshua that encourages us? Not just to maintain this place, but just to go. To go for what, for what God has for us. So, out of these 12 people that went across to spite the land, 10, 10 of them came with a report. No, we can't. They came, and the Bible says that they gave an evil report. They bring an evil report. The walls are tall, people are big, we can't. Two of them, Joshua and Caleb, they say, no, yes, we can. Well, what is the difference? Well, why? Why 10 of them, why 10 of these people saw, because they, they saw the same thing. The same thing that Josh, Joshua and, and Caleb saw, they saw the same thing. But they came with a different report. Why? Because these, these ten spies, they left, they left the promise of God out of equation. That's the difference. Joshua and Caleb, they saw the same thing, but they didn't. L- left. The promise of God out of equation. And that's the part where we need to think all these days. God has promised more than what you're claiming. We're getting not all what we God has for us. Now it is a true that some people might thinking, well, you know, uh, as uh, we see the numbers, probably that is not going to be soon. You know, there is always people that are going to bring a list of facts. Why we shouldn't attend nothing, try nothing, risk nothing, sacrifice nothing, and live a life of fear. But God, God doesn't take that. I just got to tell you, I just want to finish this. God has called us to be courageous. And he said, he promised us, I will give you. I'm giving you. For for him, it's a done deal. But we got to go take it. And one thing that I want you to take note is that when in chapter 1, verse 17, when they were about to go for the land, the people, not God, the people of Israel, they told Joshua, we want to obey. We will obey you in everything what you said. Just be strong and courageous. By, by saying this, I want to tell you, you brothers, sisters, dear friends, you can come. 
and tell your elders and encourage them to be strong, to be courageous. Let's go. Let's do it. Bless you. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my life, my strength, my song. As cornerstone, this solid ground, firm to the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are still.